Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with a Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I got the opportunity to sit down with the gorgeous and hilarious content creator, Teffy. We chat all about life and career, manifestation, celebrities, you name it. We had the best time. Check it out. Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today I'm sitting down with Teffi, one of my favorite people to follow on TikTok. She is a TikTok content creator and media personality. Thank you so much for being with us today. Stop it. This is such an honor. <laughs> like, for people who can't see us, we're like covered in diamonds. Like, this whole place is covered in diamonds. We're going to be covered in more diamonds later. <gasps> Stop. Yes. That's literally my favorite thing to be covered in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my dream is to kind of like this bowl full of diamonds to like mm-hmm. have a bathtub full of diamonds that I can just, I feel like it'd be uncomfortable, but it'd be a little sharp. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a little sharp, but like in my fantasy, mm-hmm. it's not sharp. It's just like very luxurious and energetically. Yes. You know, <laughs> like I, sometimes when I'm stressed out, I get all of my crystals, so, mm-hmm. but diamonds, I feel, do you, did you ever watch like Shaws of Sunset? Yes, I did. The diamond water. Yes. I think about it every day <laughs> with Jermaine Jackson. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is like a typical like day in the life like for you? Well, I wake up. Okay, so I'm going to take you through the day, right? Like, yeah. um, I stayed up all night. I just put a TV in my bedroom, oh, which okay. is the worst thing I've ever done. But the best thing. The how was I living before? Yeah. What I, was I doing? Yeah, with my stupid room with no stupid TV. Yeah, like, stupid. <laughs> so, um, I wake up around like eight or nine. I wake up at ten. I wake up around <laughs> eight or nine, and immediately I check my phone and I have a WhatsApp group with my management team. So every morning they let me know calendar wise and with my assistant, everything that I need to do for the day. So then I play this fun game of if it's due at five, can I send it, send it in at six? That's like a fun game that I do yeah. with myself. <laughs> so I also work a lot within style. So I have meetings within style. Oh yeah, you do their TikTok content I do their too. TikTok mm-hmm. and we're exploring new ways to work together, which is really, really exciting. And um, their in-style awards are coming up. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be doing stuff with them for the red carpet. So it's a lot of prep, a lot of talking with in-style. And then we're always looking for people to do lives with. And 1,000% I take advantage. And it's only people that I've ever, like, wanted to meet. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm sure Brittany is going to say no, but I can still ask. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Doesn't hurt to ask. Doesn't hurt to ask. So I have those meetings. I somehow find a way to, like, eat half a turkey wrap and a smoothie. I always have a blueberry banana smoothie and half a turkey wrap every day. Wow. It's my favorite food in the entire world. (laughs) When people ask me, like, Do you ever get bored? Never. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Never. I don't. I, I love routine. I'm a cancer. Oh. I love routine. I love stability. I love security. So you already know what dating is like for me. <laughs> so, but I do love. Um, I, and then when I finally do my uh, TikToks or like brand stuff and in style stuff, then at night I'll do my personal TikToks. Mm-hmm. Or I fall asleep from exhaustion. Yeah. Because I'm dramatic. <laughs> that can happen. Like, I can't do I can't work like this. I mean, yeah. it's really, it's a lot. It's hard. It's, it's a lot to hard. be like creating all the time. Yeah. And I think, I, so every day I do about like 20, 20 to 25 videos a day. 20 to 25? Not including reshoots for certain brands. So, and, and everything that I do um, for a brand or for in style, I write down. 
yeah. and I edit. So that time to sit down and then you wanted to you wanted to perform well because you want to create relationships with people. Yeah. So um, then when it comes to my personal like TikToks or videos or content, when it's my turn, I like look into my stupid ring light and I'm like, like I have nothing to say. So sometimes on my channels, people are like, oh, get to the point. I'm like, I'm trying to find the point. I'm so tired. Like, let me find the point. And I do this thing too, where I like, I'm a one take person. Mm -hmm. So that I feel like that's super relatable. That's why like, I really like your content. Thank you. (laughs) But sometimes I look back and I'm like, "Mm." It's dental hygienist, not hygienist. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> those stupid things. Like, on one of my first dates a while ago, um, he was like, do you want something to drink? And I was like, yes, I'd love um, a pint of beer. A pint. <laughs> He's like, huh? <laughs> no, a pint, a pint of beer, a pint of beer. I said pint, not pint. Okay. I said pint, that's mm-hmm. why. And he was like, why? And I'm like, like, pinto bean. Yeah. And he was like, that's not the same thing. And then I was like, okay, well, you just feel like you're really, really rude. I'm going to break up with you in two years. Like, <laughs> immediately two years later. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And what did you, when you were like a little girl, like, what did you think that you would be doing as a career? Because, like, what you're doing now, like, mm-hmm. probably it didn't exist. Slaying vampires. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I was Buffy. obsessed with Buffy the yeah. Vampire Slayer. So that was your career goal? Um, no. So <laughs> for third grade, <laughs> third grade, my older everybody has a cool older cousin right i'm the second oldest so there's one cousin above me her name is maggie and she went to art school so you already know i thought she was like the coolest person (laughs) in the entire world um so she worked at blockbuster (laughs) so which was cool the sickest thing in the world Mm -hmm. um so then when it was time to do like career day. I remember like everybody was filling out what they want to do and we could pick out. So you could do one dream job and like another, you could do two more realistic Mm -hmm. job. So (laughs) I picked, I picked working at Blockbuster or a Miami (laughs) heat dancer and the girls before me were, which one was the reach? The Miami (laughs) heat dancer, (laughs) the Miami heat dancer, you know, because I was like, Oh, for that, I have to practice. But with Blockbuster, I can rewind a movie and rewatch it. I'd also, I think at that time, I'm not sure superstar just come out Mm -hmm. and they they work at somebody works at Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. So I was obsessed. So when it was time, the girls before me, I was like, what the heckers? Um, people are saying president (laughs) (laughs) astronaut. So they called my mom and they were like, <laughs> my mom says, <laughs> because my mom sat down with me and watched me interview my cousin about working at Blockbuster. <laughs> they called my mom and she was like, it was hysterical. She's like, how long do you see yourself working with the business of Blockbuster? And my cousin was like, the summer. Like, <laughs> and I was like, very interesting, very interesting. So then afterwards, they called my mom and they were like, well, she said either these two and I really think you need to talk to her maybe she's watching way too much TV I was because I said um, murderer because I didn't know the word for like CIA assassin oh okay which by the way I'm way too anxious yeah I would never no like you live a life with high anxiety yeah it would be like Larry David yeah being a CIA yeah. operative I'd be like I'm gonna tell you the truth you're in a lot of trouble and I don't want to do this I yeah. really want to get back home there's yeah. a new season of Curb coming up yeah like I really you know so they called her and they're like your daughter either wants to work at blockbuster be a miami heat dancer which is sick yeah it is <laughs> or, thank you or murder people and my mom was like i'll have a talk with her <laughs> or, murder. or murder people 
for our money yeah. by the government. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. So now I do TikToks. <laughs> so, I mean, because now Blockbusters doesn't exist, so that was a career path that mm-hmm. just was taken from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was robbed. I was robbed of that opportunity. Yeah. Who, who knows my potential? <laughs> yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll now. never know. Um, mm-hmm. So you're from Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm from Miami as well. Um, we made it out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of people don't know people that like truly like grew up there Mm -hmm. and it is like a unique culture Mm -hmm. i would say it Um, it is how do you i mean like when i was in like middle school i was just like kissing people on the cheeks like going from class to class that's what i do that's what thank you my big when i moved to new york (laughs) so many girls were mad at me and like she's like flirting with my husband i'm acknowledging his presence nobody wants to kiss your boyfriend clarissa i mean if you went from class to class and you didn't kiss someone on the cheek you were fighting yeah you like had a problem with that person like you'd write the note and you'd be like i don't know what i did yeah but i hate you back you didn't acknowledge my yeah, presence exactly yeah you didn't acknowledge me or like the wave i'd be like did i do something to you? yeah <laughs> we do kisses yeah to this day me and my friends do kisses but it, it's so bizarre anywhere else because then i went to a, a school in connecticut and no one no, goodbye. One, no one kissed each other goodbye he's like this girl <laughs> keeps kissing people yeah. i was like, like Imagine if I went to a school in Connecticut. The teachers would be like, she wants to murder people and kiss them. And it was the biggest the culture teacher. shock of my life. Um, I, don't, I don't know how you did it. But I, I feel like it is like such a unique upbringing. Like, how does that like influence your like content, like well, your style? I always tell people that like growing up in Miami is like a very weird surreal time there is when i was growing up i think now there's more but when i was growing up there was no bar culture if you were going to celebrate someone's birthday you were going to set or yeah. makai yeah or live like you were not or bed going, or bed that? why did why were we laying down <laughs> no, in beds we were standing on i lay down in the bed next to soldier boy i was really? 19 and i was like this is cool that is wrong yeah <laughs> he did give me a hundred dollars oh my god just to give it to me that's a great i did not touch soldier boy (laughs) but he was it was the weirdest thing ever and um so you start clubbing at like 14 14 yeah i look at 14 15 year olds now and i'm like the way that they let me in yeah the way that they let me in and they wouldn't even ask me for id no oh my god i had a very janky fake id but no what? I like I like laminated it myself and like cut <laughs> like a bus pass and we like, used we'd use I'd have like half my friends had brown hair and half had blonde hair and we only had two ideas and we'd pass them back the, oh the pass back That's was vital. vital pass back all of us were from Costa Rica or Montana yeah. all of us like pass back was vital yeah. so so that's weird but then also I grew up in Coral Gables but I grew up in, with a single mom mm-hmm. who worked really 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 hard to keep us in that zip code so we could go to those schools mm-hmm. um, so we were like at the border like you know you know in Coral Gables where it meets Calle Ocho with those big arcs and there's yeah. a Sedanos and Estrella insurance that my house is that house <laughs> like on Granada I don't live there anymore please yeah. don't go to that house, <laughs> don't go to that house. <laughs> I'm not there yeah. but um, that's where I grew up so she worked day and night but so then when I went to school and I was around other people that zip code is very affluent mm-hmm. so but I would come home and like help my grandma make lentejas and ajiaco. I can't cook for the life of me. But like I, I lived in a home where um, 
being Colombian was like everything, but it also meant like the way that we spoke, the way that we dated, the way that we worshipped, the, the, how we felt about worship, how we felt about what people wore to church. Girl, church is where the best gossip is at. <laughs> the supermarket too. But like, it, so every, and the way that I dress too is very like, I remember when I first moved to New York when I was like 22, I saw one of my friends on the subway, but I didn't want to say hi. And later I saw her and she's from Miami too. And she's like, why didn't you say hi to me? And I'm like, I was wearing a coat. It was weird. And she goes like, it is weird that we wear coats. It was weird. <laughs> you didn't was, want to say hi to her because you were wearing, I was a, wearing coat? a coat. It felt weird. Was she not wearing a coat? She was wearing a coat. She was, gra- <laughs> she was grateful. It's like a weird thing. I can't explain it. So um, when in pop culture, when like Miley and Britney were wearing like pockets that were longer than their shorts, Yes. girl we've been doing that what yeah. are you talking about so um and cult- and culture wise i do feel like i have like per- identity wise and how i present myself online i do feel like i have a community of people that love and support me mm-hmm. so and it is like the latinx community for mm-hmm. me um like i always say this example when i was in elementary school and middle school the lunch ladies when you would go to like put in your pin or whatever it'd be like <laughs> like there's no food on your plate go get fruit on your plate like very <laughs> yeah. involved or like there's nothing green on your plate go get some broccoli and i'd be like but it stinks yeah, yeah it's <laughs> terrible know? or like i don't want to drink milk with pizza yeah. and she's like it's for your bones go get it. like it that's the kind of way i present myself and so when people say oh my god i wish i had your confidence i'm like one that's so backhanded i might delete this video <laughs> <laughs> and two it's because i do feel like that support mm-hmm. i'm not explain it how did you get started like content creating like what was that journey like being for you? a lunatic like so um i think i worked at a production um i worked at a production studio um, there's these two like iconic production studios called sandbox and dune mm-hmm. and they merged together um, to become one and it's called creative drive and I was working there and I was um, head of like client services and um, social media so I was a receptionist basically. <laughs> please <laughs> I like appreciate the gesture but whatever and being around like photographers and creatives like that like production people doing production and art directing and product design and all that stuff you kind of learn that um, can you curse on here yeah like they never said, oh, I understand when they would get client feedback, of course, a little bit. But most of the time it was like, you can't fuck with my vision. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. And that, then I'm not for you. Like very much I am who I am and being confident about their choices and confident about what they like and how they like it. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, especially women, mm-hmm. they would be like, no, that's not that doesn't make sense. This is stupid. I'm not going to do it that way. And if you are going to change the way I do it, then you should hire someone else. And that was very important for me to see. I grew up uh, working in uh, wardrobe styling. Mm -hmm. So I'm also around people who are like, this looks good. If you don't like it, give me back the clothes and get someone else. So I'd always been absorbing that. But then I finally got the courage to kind of like be myself online, which means like just flooding the Instagram story like a little anthill, just flooding it. And then one day I had a friend who said, you know, I have the start. My friend is working in a startup company as a producer and they are looking for pop culture hosts. And I know that you've never done anything with like TV, but you can't seem to shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. So you (laughs) should go and audition. And I went and there's like 500 people that were like bloggers and podcast people and 
um, influencers and stand-up comedians and people that went to school for broadcast journalism, and I was the only one that they hired. Because, well, they sat me down in front of a timer, and I didn't know that the people in the audience we're auditioning too. I just thought they just brought in an audience and I love making friends. So I was like, hello, hi. Um, and they sat me down and they're like, you have 15 minutes to talk about whatever you want. And I didn't know what to talk about. So I talked about how at the Met Gala, Harry Styles wore a lace top and I hated it because lace doesn't let you know where the nipple ends. So he just looked all nipple and it very much annoyed me. Mm. And then Katy Perry, I talked about like, we get it. You're quirky. You don't have to. You don't have to dress up like a burger. We get it. Mm-hmm. So I talked about that, and I kept going, and then I had to. I realized I had like 30 seconds left, and I had to wrap it up. And everybody was like quiet for a second, and I was like, "Well, it's good that I embarrassed myself. This will bring character, bring character, into, build character into my life. That's fine." And then they all laughed, and people got up to shake my hand, and I was like, "That's so crazy." And then I went back to my receptionist job. And then the next day they offered me a contract. Wow. So when I started doing TikToks, it was to promote the show that I was doing. It wasn't just like these organic. And it was a YouTube show? It was a YouTube, it was mm-hmm. a live YouTube show. So yeah. every day at 1230, I would go live for 45 minutes. Wow. And do, yeah. And I had an all, I, I got to hire my own crew mm-hmm. and um, it was all women, which I'm really proud of um, from all different walks of life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I got my right hand girl was my best friend, Molly. So it was really, really great. And then COVID ripped my dreams away from me. (laughs) How did COVID like change? Our investors pulled out. Okay. So, but then, so. But then TikTok blew up, right? Yeah. And I just kept TikToking because I had things that I had written that I thought, sorry, that I thought were funny and that I wanted to share. And then it became more casual. It wasn't so much like, I always try to tell myself before I do anything. Um, no one responds to a presentation like a like some kind of professor. People just want to have conversations. So before I do anything, I'm, I like to tell myself like it's just a conversation, mm-hmm. you know. So I started having actual conversations, and I realized with social media, obviously, if you want to be successful, people have to like kind of see themselves in their narratives or feel welcome to your narrative. Mm-hmm. So um, so at the end of the at the end end of the day, I was like telling my friend today, you should do a video about makeup because everybody talks about what what the steps are. Yeah. I do eyes first. Am I a lunatic? Everybody else, my friend You're is supposed like, to do eyes first, but I don't do eyes first. So this is a, so <laughs> that's a TikTok, right? Like yeah. that you can talk you can do cuz then people want to be like, "Well, this is what I do." And it starts conversations. Mm-hmm. So my whole TikTok, I'm all I'm trying to do is start conversations and it's worked well for me. And so like what would you what advice would you give to like a young woman who's like wants to start creating or like starting mm-hmm. something but like is kind of like nervous or unsure of themselves? I would say I know that we see a lot of people who very immediately go viral mm-hmm. and it can be very frustrating to continue to like dedicate your time and effort and the editing or the writing or the I, planning, whatever it is to this and not see like the numbers that you want or the feedback that you want. You got to get, Oh my God, sorry. You got, you got to keep going. And, um, I know not everybody's going to be like Charlie D'Amelio, yeah. you know? Um, but you don't have to have a big audience to make an impact. Mm-hmm. And also that it's not that serious, but what I will say is every time you start something new, I always say like when you start a new job, it takes like a couple of weeks to like get your bearings. Like what's my lunch spot? Mm-hmm. Like little things like that. Like what's the bathroom that I go to 
for special time. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, well, you know, you got to pick like your places. So for you got to start now so you can kind of like, is it get your bearings? Is that the word? I so you can so. do the bearings. <laughs> so you can do the bearings. So you like get comfortable. So, so you can get comfortable and figure out what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. And the, the sooner you start that, the sooner you can get more into like your flow and discover that flow. The more you wait, the more time that's going to take. My first, when I look at my first TikToks, I want to like, 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 like Kill Bill. Well, they always say if you're not embarrassed by like your first like launch or your product, yeah. like you waited too long. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like one of my friends is a jewelry designer and she's like, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't believe I tried to sell that jewelry. <laughs> Horrible. You know, but that that's, takes time with, with everything. Yeah. Like even liquid eyeliner. We got it. It takes time. I'm still figuring out liquid eyeliner. This left eye is going to be the death of me. I can't <laughs> figure it out. It's it, always the left eye. Like that's hard. One thousand percent. So that was some. That's some. I think. So I think at the end of the day, it was like it's it's time to be brave, and if you want to do it, why not give yourself the opportunity? You know, like give that gift to yourself. Well, there are a lot of like trolls online, yes, and they are. you can. There's a lot. Of, you're you subject yourself when you put yourself out there to a lot of like negative comments or like haters. So how do you deal with that? I don't. <laughs> no, but <laughs> so I think one. There's this like online etiquette that we like adhere to a lot. That's kind of like, oh, don't block them. Um, who cares? And I look at people. I'm like, you. You, you're a like a you're a doctor. Like, what do you mean? Who cares? Like, you probably read your Zocdoc reviews and you get pissed. Don't even like to it to deny that it hurts your feelings is ridiculous. It hurts all of our feelings. And what kills me is that like I'll have a million comments and it'll be two people. Yeah, that'll be like. You focus on the negative one. And there are always these Midwestern white women named Sharon, Rebecca, <laughs> Karen, and you go to their page and it's all like barbecuing with their husband and their small children. I'm like, Pero, how did I piss you off? <laughs> like, it's what do you, do you even know about who, do you know who Miley Cyrus is? <laughs> like, I have no idea. So um, they're always, it's, I look at that and I'm like, oh, okay, you're miserable and I'm blocking you. So. I think uh, for me, what helps is I'm going to empathize with you, but not to the point where you have access to me anymore. So I'll look at the person and I'll read it. Or if it's like, um, like a gray, like a, no, like a user, empty, whatever, empty profile <laughs> picture and a user one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm like one, get over it. You're obviously my ex, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and then two, um, I'm so sorry that you felt the need to say that. And then I blocked them. But when people are just like, yeah, I don't let it get to me. The nerve you have to look at me in my eyes and lie. Mm -hmm. I've never met when you, th I th think about like the biggest creators I've met them and they say all the time, I'm, uh, I'm having a really bad day. I went through my comments. Yeah. It was the I'm going to say this, something that helps me. I look at Beyonce's YouTube videos and people have the nerve, the gall, and the audacity to speak ill on Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter. <laughs> so if they're going to talk about Beyonce, they're going to talk about me or what they called me in eighth grade, mole girl. They're going to talk <laughs> about mole girl. So don't even worry. Don't even worry about it. But make sure that you, you know, restrict yourself in way of like blocking and, you know, kicking, leaving those people. I've been out. blocking and muting more people now. And I feel like it helps like your mental health a lot. to Not like fixate on that kind of stuff. Muting on Instagram. Hmm, how do I say this? I want you to know that I'm mad. <laughs> I want you. So it's not enough for me. Yeah. 
because people are like, oh, but then I can't handle the conversation. I'm like, I'll handle the conversation. I'll do that. I'll have it. We can have that. I'm so, working my way. <laughs> I know. But then uh, the people that I do mute are people that I do support and people that I do love, but they might trigger some body stuff for me. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, you don't want to, like, block them. They haven't done anything Nothing. to you. But you're like, I just not good for me yeah to like see this and if i unfollow them and they text me what i'm gonna say sorry well you exist so like (laughs) that pisses that makes me sad (laughs) like no so in that sense i have this one friend that i love dearly 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 she is easily one of the most talented people and she has when i tell you the fattest ass and most beautiful body And um, working out for her is like doing one crunch every other Sunday. And there's I, some people like that. And she <laughs> like she she has a she has a wonderful life, but it's, she works very, very hard. And I had to mute her for like a few months. And then I was like, OK, well, I'm I'm over it. I love her. Mm-hmm. I would do anything for her. You know, I do. I wish I had her butt. Yeah. But alas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some other things that you do for like mental health or just to like for like overall wellness? Um, for, for mental health, I definitely, I definitely, I meditate every day. And I think when people first meet me or see me online, they don't think that I could ever be like capable of like meditating, but I take <laughs> my meditation very, very seriously. Um, something else I do is I really do believe in affirmations. Me too. I, I love my affirmations. Um, I really do live by, um, but if I want it, why can't I have it? And But not like the girl in Willy Wonka where she's like, I want the golden goose daddy. Like not yeah. that person. Like in a way where it's like, I work really hard and I deserve, you know, a, a vacation, an Airbnb in Connecticut in the, in the cabin for three days and not feel guilty about that. Because there, there is this idea of the internet is so instant, like McDonald's. Um, for instant gratification yeah. like so fast that if you're not uploading all the time this idea that people will forget you and it's not true mm-hmm. I've gone weeks without posting before do my DMs get violent? yeah <laughs> where the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm like oh my god <laughs> but it, um, something else that I do all the time is I think that little me when you're a child you know exactly what you want wanted to do you just you just find your way back to that eventually but what you wanted to do as a kid is like what you what really makes you happy. And I think what made me happy as a kid um, was to like uh, express myself and be seen and be heard and mm-hmm. whatever um, in whatever way that meant. Maybe it meant, no, you guys can't eat dinner until I perform this song. Like maybe it was that. Um, but I felt a lot of confidence issues because Miami for me was a very big toxic place for me it was very clicky and very catty for me for a lot of ways um so finally uh, visiting like that little girl who I think was really happy doing those things about once a week I go in my mind and I visit her and I tell her all the things that we're doing and we like jump up and down and we hug each other and she's like I can't wait to hear all about it and that's something I do to just remember who I'm really doing it for, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and doing it for my happiness benefits everybody around me. Like um, in the airplane with the oxygen mask, you can't you can't help anybody <laughs> unless you, you help yourself first. Yeah. So I think um, that makes me feel good, you know. 
And we were talking a little bit, you you manifest to, you believe in like manifestation. Absolutely, I do it every day. What is that and like how can people do that? <laughs> I think the biggest thing is if you don't think that you deserve it or you're scared that somebody else is going to take it from you, you're already canceling that. So that's mm-hmm. first and foremost, you got to work on like why you don't feel worthy or deserving of what you want. Um, because baby, we're in a simulation. I mean, we're about to get unplugged in the matrix any second now, so you might as well, right? So one, you have to tackle those feelings. And then once you do, you can manifest by walking around as though you have already received the news or you've already received what you want. And having that energy really is like a magnet for you. Mm-hmm. So for example, I I hope that you're not manifesting a text from some dude, but if you are, you spend the whole day walking around as though he already texted you. Mm -hmm. Like, how would that feel? Tap into that. And then you start saying out loud, I manifested my career by telling everybody saying, what what do you want to do? And I said, "Um, I'm going to be paid for being myself. And I said that for months straight. And I just, and I really believed it. I really believed it because I don't have any real skills. Ask me if I can turn a PDF into a Word doc. I don't know how I kept my job. It was awful, (laughs) awful. So I just kept saying that and saying that and saying that. I really believed it. And I really thought, you know, like I, I love people and Mm -hmm. I want to be around people and I deserve a job that I really love. And I think that would be great. What my job is right now, I have no idea, (laughs) but whatever, whatever it's turning into, I'm really enjoying and I'm very grateful for Hey everyone, Olivia here. Hope you're enjoying our episode. Our clear cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind. Our collection is ever changing and each piece is handmade and made to order here in New York City. Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY, C-O-Z-Y for free shipping on any purchase. love following you on tiktok i'll like sit on my couch and like just laugh out loud and i especially love all of like your celebrity commentary thank you i want to play a little game so on what we do is i'll rate celebrity engagement rings mm-hmm. oh my god this is amazing but i want to hear your take on rating celebrity engagement okay. rings so we have a couple of rings that look like similar like celebrity engagement rings. one of them is jlo's um, well, Neil Lane, isn't it? <laughs> am I wrong? I, tr- I tried to pick people that were like, like one of the, this looks identical to one to JLo's pink one. JLo's pink one, um, from Ben Affleck, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Imagine if he gives it to her. I will literally come bust and die. He's a factor. I'll die. <laughs> I'll die. Or imagine if he gives it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Then you'll really die. Die. Yes. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. So yeah, I'm just going to describe some like celebrity Mm -hmm. engagement rings, what, like just what they are. And then you tell me like rate them from zero to 10, 10 obviously being the best. 10 being like dream ring gorgeous. Yes. Okay. So we first have an Amal Clooney. Oh, yeah. I love it. So very classic. Well, I'm not going to give my commentary. So this is um, this is a 10 carat emerald cut um, with tapered baguettes in a platinum like three stone setting like she has. Tapered baguettes? Mm-hmm. I know exactly what that means. I'm those are the side it. stones. Oh, got it. Got yeah. it. Got <laughs> it. Okay. This is the ring for an intellectual. This is the ring. How do I say this? This is the ring that when you meet somebody 
that is trying another woman in the workplace that's being catty and mean this is the ring that you set down so that she sees and she goes i hope you have a great day <laughs> that's that ring and i have to get back to saving people's lives mm-hmm. as a mall yeah so she's like this is an intellectual this is this is this is equestrian riding. This is, you know what I mean? Ralph Lauren. Mm-hmm. This is, there's a word I'm looking for. This is like, my favorite actress growing up was Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, yeah. do, you know, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, elegant, waspy. Wa- so waspy. Yeah. And not Karen. No. But a little bit. Like, like Northeast. This isn't G-Wagon. <laughs> this is Range Rover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how would you rate that from zero to ten? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! How would I? Rate you can be honest. Um, it's your opinion. Like if, it, if somebody gave gave this to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just your opinion. No, this is not a Teffy ring. This is a seven. I mean, hello, it's huge. I'd be yeah. like, I can become this person yeah. for this ring. I'll be. I'll learn horse riding now. Seven out of ten. Yeah, I'll learn. I'll croquet with you. Like I'll do it. You know, but seven out of ten. Okay, fair, fair. Then we have Britney Spears recently got engaged with a four carat round diamond. Hers is in a plain platinum band. I only have one with Pave diamonds on the side. So imagine if it was plain. Um, mm-hmm. So this is similar to her ring. This looks like a Tiffany's classic ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know because I was planning my wedding to Reggie Bush in 2005. <laughs> I had a, the not.com profile that I was Stop. paying for. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I loved him. Um, so did were you jealous of Kim Kardashian? Weren't they dating during that time? They broke up, and then remember how they broke up? And he, she was like, "Go have fun with your whores," and I was like, "Oh, he's not for me. <laughs> whores, <laughs> maybe one. Have fun with your whore." I'm like, "Wow, people fuck up." Yeah. But whores, no, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. My God, it breaks my heart. I'm so, I am so like um, naive. I asked somebody the other day. I was like, "Do you think LeBron cheats on Savannah?" And he, they Definitely were like, "Not." <laughs> probably it, I started crying I was like what you're probably right but I like to have this image uh, who would cheat on Savannah <laughs> uh, whatever Any, Ayesha Curry uh, okay oh, whatever, yeah. uh, whatever. <laughs> this I'm going to give to me this is a little mm, and I think this is about Britney too and Britney Spears is my blood I love her mm-hmm. right Britney Jean but to me, this is very like Pinteresty girl, live, laugh, love girl. But she's kind of like that. She, she's absolutely that. She yeah. loves fairies. Yeah. You know, and I love fairies because she loves fairies. <laughs> but very much like um, that Pinterest cursive at the wedding, mm-hmm. where it's like table one, or like <laughs> enter as friends, leave as family. Yeah. You know, like I can't. <laughs> so it is a little, for me, this is, I'm going to say it's a little corny, but it's still classic at the same It's safe. It's a safe ring. Mm-hmm. It's a safe ring. So I'm going to say five. Okay. Five out of ten. I just need something a little bit rock and roll, mm-hmm. you know? So five out of ten. Five out of ten. Okay. Just because I've seen it and it and I like it and it's just not for me. But I know that for Britney, she, I know for Britney, she loves it. I think Britney, Britney would have accepted a ring pop. She doesn't yeah. care, you know? I'm happy for Britney. I love, if you make me cry on this podcast, <laughs> I can't. I'm happy for her. She's starting her new life she's uh yeah she's yeah she's very free <laughs> yeah i love her very very much so last but not least courtney kardashian travis barker this is a 10 out of 10 for me hold on we haven't even seen it okay 
So it's the big oval on the Pave band. This is 10 out of 10. This is 10 out of 10. This is my dream ring. (laughs) This is my dream ring. I think for me, I do like a thick gold band, but a thick diamond is like... You'll take a thick diamond instead. Like, it's just... So this is about the same size as hers. It's like about nine carats. This is insanity. This is actual insanity. Um, I didn't like Chloe's ring. Chloe's ring looked like um which one? Two I know. Two uh she Tristan Thompson gave her one. I don't the know. The pear shape I, with the pear shaped side stones. It was like it looked like um like a NFL Super Bowl ring. Like it like those big, you know what I'm talking about? This is like like a or Cardi's ring is they're like massive. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like your ring does not have to have like a femininity to it, but I feel like it's that's not romantic. Mm-hmm. It's more it's not romantic anymore. It's just like a st- it's like a statement of money. Yes. And that to it's me It's just flashy. Out, it's just flashy. Mm-hmm. And to me it's for me a ring is like very much still celebrating like people who get married today still believe in that like romantic a, a lot of people don't get married anymore. You know, but people who still get married, they do do it because they love that romance, you know, and mm-hmm. they do believe in having a partner and sharing a life with somebody. And rings like that just don't say that to me but this one does but this one does i think <laughs> this looks like um like a ring that you would see in a in a disney movie but still like hi mtv cribs welcome to my house my husband is like tommy lee jones like a rock star does <laughs> mm-hmm. that make sense but it's a very like classic style it too it is it is but there's just something about it there's something about it. Doesn't it look amazing on me? It it's really look crazy. It looks pretty good on you. Yeah, I think it's for me. <laughs> this one's a gold. It doesn't look like any celebrity engagement ring, but I, I thought love gold. you'd be into it. Austin Powers. So it's an emerald cut in all yellow. With this looks like the ring from um, Reese Witherspoon's Sweet Home Alabama. I have these things filed away in places. The one she got at Tiffany? The one she got at Tiffany, yeah. <laughs> well, uh... Patrick Dempsey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know that I thought that mom of his was Martha Stewart for many years? I could not <laughs> differentiate them at all. Uh, yeah, this one. This one to me is a little. It's not doing it for you. No, it's a little. It's a little more more rock and. That's what it is. It's personality. Yeah. I like them to have personality. This is a person that specifically chose yellow, because of their like, mm-hmm. what they like, not because what they what is pretty or mm-hmm. what is safe. That's what I like about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you rate this one? Oh, this is a 9 out of 10. Okay. For cool. me. So Courtney's 10 out of 10. 10 out of freaking 10. The most beautiful, I'm trying to think of the most beautiful engagement ring I've ever seen. You know, I think the most beautiful engagement ring I've ever seen is... One of my ex-boyfriends, he just got married. Uh, one of my ex-boyfriends, he's very nice. Um, he showed me his great, great-grandmother's ring. And it was just stunning. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because, I think it's because, like, he showed it to me, like, trem- like it was so precious. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, that's amazing. I'm still going to cheat on you. Like, so, <laughs> sorry. Oopsies. Uh, when you're 19, you fuck up, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, a lot. while they're in Spain it doesn't matter but but, uh I think the most beautiful I think the most beautiful rings to me do have a little bit of personality Mm -hmm. but they do feel 
loving mm-hmm. you know does that make sense something a little unique with like some something story a little unique mm-hmm. yeah and i hate to say rock and roll again but i really do and you know i have been wanting to be the rock star girlfriend way before these little like kim kardashian in the in the roller coaster doing the the rock and roll do you think she's actually seeing david i think that it's good after a divorce to definitely show peepees to one another <laughs> I think it's very healthy for her. Um, I don't know if she wants Pete Davidson to be the stepfather of her children. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think a a fling. I think that after you get, you're going through a divorce, and I think it seems as though, um, from what I've read and from what I've heard, that Kim and Kanye still support each other very much. Sometimes it's nice to be flirted with Mm -hmm. and have some attention and have a guy make you laugh. And if he's funny and tall, what more do you need? Do you think they're going to get back together, Kim and Kanye? No. I mean, I think... Isn't their divorce on hold? I think... um, I think that there is a... I think respect can be really, really romantic. Mm -hmm. But I think that Kanye West is someone who um, puts his art before his family. Mm -hmm. And I think think that, that is hard after a while. You know, I think sometimes you do want to lay in bed and like watch movies together and like laugh and eat snacks in bed. And I think Kim Kardashian is really, really busy. So when she does get a chance to do that and he's living in Wyoming, (laughs) (laughs) that that can be a little lonely. So maybe they are friends, maybe. But sometimes friends do kisses. Yeah. So we know that. Good for her. Whatever it is. Good for her, girl. You know? Yeah. What's like a piece of jewelry that is like extra special and like sentimental to you? Mm. I feel like there is one. Well, my grandfather passed away and I love him very, very, very much. His nickname for me was Miss Universe because before dinner, I would just sit down and have like a toilet paper here. That like toilet paper roller would say Miss Florida. I know. So I've oh, I've had this for a while, and it's just um, oh, uh, Scarface. The world is yours is also very important to me. Um, but then there's a C somewhere. Oh here. yeah, I see it. C, and I got it when he passed away, and I've never That's taken sweet. it off. So that to me, he is someone who um, you, you uh, I'm sad that bef- when he died, I was um, still getting started. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely somebody that like I would like make a lanyard and he'd be like, That's amazing. Like, <laughs> you know, like he was a really big um person in my life. So to lose him was really sad, but now I feel like we can be together all the time mm-hmm. the way that we wanted to be. So that that is a reminder that we're always together. That's so sweet. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to switch gears and talk a little bit about your whole dress hole thing <laughs> whole gate <laughs> oh my god i was dying you don't understand you don't understand so i got to like i was supposed to go to london the day before but my project in la took longer than we thought and that day i was going to be in london was a day i was going to go to showrooms and try on dresses or just freaking go to zara yeah you know whatever who cares i don't care if it's mystique boutique i'm i just need something to wear so i when i got there my assistant who is british but lives in 
Brooklyn, I was like, you need to help me find a dress. And she's like, I, it's going to be really hard. I'm like, I know it's going to be really hard. That's why you need to do it now because I'm going to, I'm going to shave my head. I'm so stressed out because we had to do run throughs on the carpet. So I didn't even have a chance to, I didn't even have a chance to like DM somebody on Instagram and be like, can I please? So she uh, tracks down this showroom and like, 10 minutes before I'm supposed to get on the carpet, I'm already ready like with hair and makeup. And the messenger, I'm not kidding you, like literally like, throws me the bag. I did not have time. So when people are like, how could the stylist not tell you? I don't even know if the showroom knew I got the dress. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, it was so fast. So I had to be there by 3.30. It was like 3.15 and like a five minute Uber drive. And I get the dress. I hadn't shaved my legs since we stormed the beaches of Normandy. It was like my hair, my leg hair was like this. So I look at my manager and she is with me and the, and the makeup artist. And I'm like, do you like the dress? Like, it's amazing. And I go, oh, there's a hole. So I only shaved and moisturized the hole. I only shaved and moisturized this stupid hole. So I'm on the carpet or whatever, and I'm walking up and down that stupid carpet. I thought it was carpet. like a funky cutout. I, I thought it was like an Austin Power 60s retro, yeah. whatever. I have one more interview to do. I've been there for three hours, and I and my my friend Patti that works at TikTok um, was there to help make sure that everything ran smoothly on their end and for myself. I love them. She was holding my phone like to get pictures of me to send my mom. And she uh, like um, looks at me. She goes, "You're getting a lot of texts." And I go, "It's probably just my family." She goes, "No, like it's a lot of like Teffy, please, Teffy, please." And I go, "What?" And I have one more interview to do, so I'm done for the You're night. Done. Basically, yeah. I'm soaked. It was raining. Yeah. You know, I look like a wet velvet, uh, wet velveteen rabbit because <laughs> the dress was velvet or whatever. And I check my phone, and the first thing I see is from my assistant saying. Teffy, for the love of God, put your legs through the fucking hole. And I, my stomach dropped. And I was like, I'm locked in. I can't. I only shaved the hole. There's not, and <laughs> what am I going to do now? Like I've been the- photographed up and down. And I can't re-photograph myself because I'm in papa. Like I'm <laughs> drenched. And I can't just all of a sudden go behind a, a poster and come back with my leg through the hole. They're going to know. <laughs> And so then she was like, it was pretty awful. So then I'm, I'm interviewing this last person and people are like, boo, you suck. Because like Timothy Chalamet, Saudi Arabia is upset that I'm talking to him. Whatever. Oh my God, I spilled this everywhere. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> no. so, so sorry. No worries. Oh my God. Well, this is what I looked like <laughs> because the velvet. I'm like interviewing this person and I'm like shaking mm-hmm. because I know that my leg is supposed to go through this stupid So you hole. found out while you were on the carpet like worst nightmare so then i get home and i can't sleep and my assistant's like could you just take one picture with your leg through the hole for the showroom because they're um because they're upset and i was like they're mad at you and she's like they're i'm like do they know it's not your fault and then it's because i'm a stupid and they're but i probably got them so many more eyeballs so then i was like let (laughs) me make this tiktok so that they know that my assistant is a beautiful, lovely angel that did the best she could across an ocean. And it was my mistake because I, like, plans didn't work out and I didn't manage my time, like, you know, whatever. Um, and I had to fly. I had to fly if I was, if I, you know, whatever. So um, I made that TikTok and I woke up in the middle of the night to pee or whatever sorry to do a number one and I check my phone I go three million views 
it was hysterical weird and then i started getting emails from like hi we're the daily mail and i was like this is insane this is insane but um i literally text my best friend like every so often being like my leg was supposed to go through the hole (laughs) my first like real red carpet (laughs) but it was i think that was like the best case uh, scenario girl I just and the one girl that did the TikTok about me for her, my her Halloween yes. costume and she goes at the end to be on honestly the leg does look better through the hole how could you <laughs> how could you <laughs> but yeah that was insanity it was insanity that was so funny mm-hmm. <laughs> well um I am gonna continue following your antics and your content i'm so oh, please do if you unfollowed me after this i would have a panic i mean i would never i would i would never <laughs> thank you i'm like one of your biggest fans thank you so much i'm so excited so where can everyone follow you like mm-hmm. watch your content okay on all of that. tiktok hello teffy that's t-e-f-i i'm on instagram same handle um on the twitters too same handle you know do you tweet I tweet, I tweet so, the memes on Twitter, dude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I tweet a lot. I really enjoy Twitter, and I feel like it's more. That's where I'm like the most personal. I think, mm-hmm. like, I'm the most like, "Hey guys, what's up? I'm in the mood to throw my hair, my blow dryer in the tub right now." <laughs> like, I'm very honest <laughs> on there, and I think on like Instagram, that was a little dark, huh? It's a little dark. It's a little dark. But, it's okay. but that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm rock and roll. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, on Instagram, I try to be less like portfolio and gallery. Mm-hmm. And been on TikTok, like I'll make a video and pimple cream. So, I mean, you've seen them probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the authenticity. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I try not to think of authenticity is such a buzzword or like mm-hmm. transparency is such a buzzword. Mm-hmm. So I try to think about it as, as like just having a conversation. Like relatability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Such a treat. Um, And I hope you have a safe trip to LA. How hilarious is Teffy? I'm obsessed with her and all of her content. You guys definitely have to follow her. What is something that you are manifesting for your future right now? Let us know.